Welcome back. It's Corked Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free and use the promo code MMN. They're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. And if it's free, it's been for us, man. We were throwing our weight around the Jock Market again yesterday. We did excellent on the betting board. And yeah, making money is something that we actually do, me and you, the Cork Stats crew. Everybody, man, you know, I love you so, so much as we're getting ready to wind this bad boy down. We're down to six episodes left. Wow, what a run, man. You go spin the Rolodex. You go check the playlist any day of the week, any week of the month, and you know we were bringing the heat 115 off the crack of the bat here at Mayo Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio only channel. If you haven't given us a five-star review, that really is the best way to say thanks for all the really hard work I've been bringing. Another one, man. You go check the first week. I have been burning the candle on both ends to bring you the production quality. You know, I think everybody loves some steak, but the sizzle matters too. Things got to look good, but also kind of keeping images neat and stuff like that. It's a lot of work, and we're doing just that. Enough of that. We need more of this. It's the fastest show in MLB absolutely anywhere. We are talking absolutely anywhere, including the major corps out there. You take that one to the bank, man. We're doing the three pillars of profit every single day, daily. DFS, jock market, of course. The overlap into total base props. Doing lessons on granular analysis and how we build these kind of matchup matrices and the stats that really matter, the ones that we're looking for. Because at the end of the day, it's all about that paper, baby, baby. Let's get right into it with the first stack. We're going to run it back. Stay in the black because crack is whack. Absolutely, all my New York City people know about that playground uptown. We used to get such a kick out of that, seeing that sign on a school trip. All right, it's the 824 stack attack. Let's do it first up. It's the Trolley Dodgers from Hollywood, always up to no good, up against Adrian Hauser, 472 ERA, 148 whip, 749 OPS. Yeah, generally the attack metrics that we're always going after, though, the 1-5 whip, you know, we love. Let's dive on in. The K-walk minus at 7%. The swing strike rate at 7%. The first strike rate at 53%. Now, that's especially low for pitchers we generally think of as weak contact slash control guys. Hauser's not been very good and that we do get the 89% in zone contact rate. Something that we do expect but we don't expect is from the constantly be behind. Not really where he wants to be. Now he has kept the ball in the yard. The home run rate below 1 per 9. We should probably stop there for a second. I don't know if people have noticed that the offense has died as of late. Gosh, I really should give credit to it. My buddy Joke retweeted it so it's on my Twitter handle as well at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. I believe we had a 50-year record low in American League OPS. So what we're seeing is definitely has to do with the ball in the humidor. Remember, they're not changing the ball. People are blaming the ball. That's like low-hanging fruit. So yes, it is somewhat right, but not really. It's the way the ball is reacting to the new humidors, right? As we now, we usually expect the ball to start flying like a Super Bowl, in August, we've had just the opposite effect because of the humidor. So now we're, I'm treating this again like wet, sticky, mush ball. Made my model adjustment yesterday and we swept the board like big surprise. You got to get away from these home run props. You got to get away from them. They're going to only get you in trouble right now. The odds are not moving with the changes we've seen, right? So unless your home run prop is going to be at 450 or 500 opposed to 280, 
forget that. We're not interested in that. We're interested in making money, which is, of course, you know, at the kind of the root of all this. Let's get back into Adrian Hauser and again the things that we're going to be looking for, right? So we want to be weary of extreme fly ball hitters because those balls are not going to be going in the seats anymore. We want to be looking for hitters that hit a lot of line drives, pitchers that allow a lot of solid contact line drives. That's what we're getting from Hauser. Plus 23% line drive, plus 40% hard hit rate has equaled the 350 expected Woba. Now that's a kind of stat we can get after, and he's in particular really struggling against lefties. They have a 311 batting average, 893 OPS, and five home runs. The home runs we see out of character. So again, he, the vast majority of hitters being righties, he keeps the ball in the park, so that keeps the home run per nine down. However, he's really struggling against lefties. They are hitting home runs. The problem there is the sinker he's throwing to lefties way too much. 38% used to a 500x slug, only 12% whiff. You know we're not getting swings and misses, so he can't afford the hard contact. And then pairing it with a four-seamer, just another fastball, 25 use, 437x slug, 18 whiff. So you put them together, what do you got? More than 60% fastball use. That's really been the issue because he's struggling with location. So give me the Dodgers lefties. We know they got him. Freeman. My boy Freddie, last 40 plate appearances against righties, 48% hard hit rate, a 441 batting average, 235 ISO, 1176 OPS with five doubles. We know Freeman is the man. Also, Max Muncy, last three weeks, 56 plate appearances against righties, a 60% hard hit rate, 23 barrel and 20% blast rate. Remember, blast, the ideal subset of barrels. Those are the ones that will play in the new environment, right? So, I blast came to the fore because of the sticky, wet, disgusting mush ball. Not saying we got away from blast, but barrels started producing again. Barrels are no longer producing again, or expect them not to. So we need to be adjusting, right? Think about the optometrist I was talking about, that giant thing he puts on click, 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 click. Is it better or worse? Is it better or worse? Is it better or worse? You have to continue testing the model as we go because they are not staying constant, right? So this is not us flip-flopping. This is not like me upset I didn't win and whining, so I start changing my procedure. They're changing, right? So we have to be malleable and move with the market. Okay, uh, hold on. If that didn't earn a like button, I don't know what's going to please. Give me a cartoon finger, stick it right inside me on YouTube. All right, so Max Muncy killing Righties, we did the blast rate, 320, 460, 1163, triple slash. Remember, forget average OBP and slug. That's for the boomers. We're into BA, ISO, OPS. In short, ISO is an extra base hit rate. So very simply put, a 460 ISO in that span is a 46% hard hit rate. Generally, anything over 25% is when you start looking at over one and a half total bases. The idea being four at-bats, four plate appearances. One of them will be a total, and you're hoping he's in the top sine wave and in a good um, matchup and everything so it's just a bit of how we put the calculus together and the reason why you have to use ISO is because as much as I love OPS it includes walk rate which does not count for total base props but really plays for something like jock market and especially jock market remember people you get a half point just for getting up to the plate that half point could be the difference between winning and losing you don't even need to get a hit in jock market that's it's still important to understand the rules again being at the top of the lineup and on the road to make sure you get that ninth frame you really want those all right so that's freeman and muncie then give me my do paisan joey gallo of course since he jumped to the dodgers against righties he's killing it 75 percent hard hit rate 95 miles an hour 25 barrel 13 blast 276 414 1090 ops 
three homers, a double, and even a triple for Gallo, of course. So look for them to do work against Hauser today. Next up, we got those fighting fills from the south side of Philly on Broad Street going up against TJ Zucchini. 23 innings pitched on the year. The number is just cartoonishly bad to the downside. 9 ERA, 217 whip, 1258 OPS. I mean, just ridiculous. His expected ERA is over 8. His deserved ERA is over 9. <laughs> Yikes. 11% K to 10% walk E. 1% K minus walk is going to land you on that midnight bust of Tuscaloosa. The in zone contact rate, of course, in the high 80s. What you expect when you're walking hitters, you fall behind, you have to force the ball in the zone. And then you get a lot of bad math. 50% hard hit, 14 barrel equals what? Yeah, 423 expected Woba and nearly four home runs per nine now. Granted, four home runs per nine is going to come back down to earth, but yeah, not maybe not yet. Lefties and righties have a minimum 316 BA, minimum 1000 OPS, and minimum two home runs each. It's the sinker and the cutter. Again, this is something, if you're part of the Quarks, that's crew. This is part of the stuff that you now understand. A lot of times when you reverse engineering bad pitchers, it's actually a lot of times a bad fastball. And rather than work on or develop breaking pitchers, maybe they're afraid of... I'm not sure how bad the results are so bad with these fastballs. I'd say, you might as well, let's see what you got, at least. Or send you down to work on it. Because we're getting... Teams are having pitchers split their fastballs into bins and... I guess act like they're different pitchers. They are, but only up to a certain extent. Ask hitters, ask hitting coaches. I was looking into this. Like This is something you know, talk about. A fastball hitter is a fastball hitter. He's not worried that he only hits four-seamers or can't hit cut fastball. Generally, the movement profiles and velocity is not disparate enough to make a difference. So, again, nuance context just pouring out of every hole in my face. The sinker, 43 use, 567 expected slug. The cutter, 14 used, 865 expected slug. Why are you even throwing this thing? So give me Castellanos. He's up off the mat looking good last month. 30 plate appearance against righties. Sorry, last 30 plate appearance against righties. It's been the last like 10 days or so, but forgive me. 48 hard hit, double-digit barrel, all the things we're looking for. 400 BA, 300 ISO, 1100 OPS. We know Castellanos is an incredible hitter. He's coming off a very bad, I don't know, what do you want to call it, 100 games or something? Yeah, it's not, he's not terrible. I expect him to be awesome the rest of the way out. 400 X Wobo, checking the boxes there. Remember, keep an eye on X Wobo as we move into... You know, another downslide in offense. Again, that is the combination of EV and launch angle. Those things are really what's going to matter. Give me JTR as well. Last 10 days, 53 hard hit, 27 barrel, 13 blast, 400, 200, 1029, triple slash with a 515 X Woba for Real Muto. Look for him. You know, that again, I'm kind of adjusting. So you're getting away from home runs and then you're kind of getting away from total bases as well. Real Muto definitely checks the box for a base hit prop if you're into those things. He just fell outside the bubble. That's why I'm mentioning it. That's a tease for later on. And then my man Bryson Stott, this last week, 57 hard hit, 14 barrel, 364, 545, 1326. Just absolutely gaudy with a double, a triple. And a home run stop with a cycle in the last week. Now, again, I hate to really cite too much of recent data, but remember the underpinning of a lot of that analysis, right? These hitters once like, oh, the last week, it's backed up by Castellanos. is awesome. And, you know, we did a video on him in a preseason, I think, or at least covered him partially. That's part of it is we know these are really good hitters and we're trying to catch sine wave, you know what I mean? Where it's not one at bat, now it's. Seven days, we're seeing the underpinnings. The hard hit rate is there. He's getting it together. This one we're getting on board. But we're getting behind very good hitters in very good situations that are in bad matchups. That's more important than the L7 data. That's more of the validation of, again, we're looking forward to get that wind underneath 
our wings, you know, right? Little Midler thing there. All right, last up, so that's the fighting fills, is we want the Redbirds from the Midwest underneath that beautiful arch. Give me the Cardinals going up against Luke Farrell. He hasn't pitched in the bigs this year, so I looked at his AAA numbers. This is an absolute, unmitigated disaster. Very rarely do you see this. 60 innings in AAA, 503 ERA, 146 whip, 19% K to 11% walk, 24 line drive, one and a half home runs per night. I mean, a lot of things popping off the page. You normally wouldn't see a call up with a five ERA, double digit walk, almost two home runs per nine. So I think he's going to get destroyed. Then we zoomed in a bit more, checking out the AAA game log. So his last five games out, because again, you want to make sure that it wasn't decimation in the beginning of the year, right? He gave up nine, he gave up eight, he gave up seven, and then he, let's say, rattles off, you know, eight games in a row. He's awesome. We want to keep an eye on that. Again, we don't know. It's very hard to get your finger on really granular minor league stuff. I do my best to at least get on the ancillary stuff to make sure we don't step on any rakes. But this would be just the opposite again. Last five games started, 16 innings pitched, 14 earned runs, 8 walks, and 6 home runs. He got totally destroyed. I don't know how that earns you a call up against the Cardinals. He's in a lot of trouble today. He's He has pitched in a big, so I did check out the fastball profile. 91 miles an hour. He throws it at least 40% of the time. 14-inch vertical ride to 4-inch horizontal run. That's not any good. So give me Blar. Sometimes you feel like a newt bar. Sometimes you don't. Last 30 days, 73 plate appearance against righties. Hat tip to Eno Saris. Was telling the world about Laura's newt bar. He is awesome right now. 56 hard hit, 15 barrel. Hey, ain't nothing. 373, 353, 1260 OPS, five doubles, two triples, three home runs, and a 455 expected Woba for Newbar. He is legit right now. No wonder why they traded my Yankees garbage beater for awesome Montgomery. Sorry, I like beater, but that was a huge mistake. Then give me Goldie, of course, the Goldfish. Last 30 days, 73 plate appearances as well. 54 hard hit, 12 barrel, 339, 274, 1024, OPS, 9 extra base hits. And then my boy with the biceps, Tyler O'Neill. Give me ton. Last week, 16 plate appearance against righty. So again, this is a sine wave play. We know he's very streaky. We also know he's had problems with health, right? So health, a stained health profile is going to, especially with the spotty play we've gotten, you got to be careful with these stats. Really, we're looking for the player. He is hitting. He is healthy. He has his timing in check. Give me Tyler O'Neill. 84 contact, 75 hard hit rate. See, that's the kind of thing we're looking for because we know strikeouts are a big problem for O'Neill. So when you're assuming or inferring, let's say, top sine wave is coming, then those are the things you're looking for, the high contact rate on the strikeout hitter. So give me O'Neill When he's making contact, we know it's very good. 400, 267, 11, 04. Triple slash on my boy, T-O-N. So give me the Redbirds, give me the Phillies, and give me the Trolley Dodgers from Brooklyn. I think that should do it in the jock market, man. I especially like a guy like Gallo should be pretty cheap. Maybe New Bar will slide in cheap as well. Tyler O'Neill sometimes, he's very up and down, certain... Times I think it might be a lefty thing, so maybe when he's facing righty, maybe we'll get that as a break. All right. Second pillar of profit. It's the fantasy side, and it's been very, very successful. So thank you for everybody that's been participating. I enjoy seeing the questions, getting the questions, and seeing it, especially here at the starting pitcher end. If you're unfamiliar or a new listener, thank you. Welcome aboard. It's amazing that we're still getting new listeners at the end of August. Most of the baseball stuff is packing up the same way we are, but, I mean, we're going strong. I've been trying to stop. I've been trying to pitch the show somewhere. I've just been having trouble. I mean, uh, you know, it is, it's a weird timing. Anyway, on Tuesday and Wednesday, we mine the advanced leaderboards, right, time-sorted, 
advanced stats that maybe not everyone has access to, just to highlight names. Thursday, we put it together for the waiver show. And Friday, we doing, I was doing the drop zone and the bullpen stuff, and it's been really, really good. You know, so I miss, hopefully if the show gets picked up next year, we're going to really start rocking right off the bat. We have our template set. All right, so let's dive into some interesting names inside the top 50 in whiff rate. The right column is expected Woba. Those two things make a good pairing for starting pitchers, right? Swing and miss, and then contact stats. Together, no one stat should do it. But if a guy ends up on both of these stat leaderboards, we have found, right? The proof's in the pudding. You could, this image has been out every week the entire season. Holy cow, we are crushing it as far as pitching. You know, we added Singer early. We added Kyle Wright early. We've just had a ton of really good guys come up that have stuck or... Uh, guys like Jeffrey Springs on this list right here. All right, so let's do it. Reed Detmers as well, right? I mean, all over that. You can't, if you're rolling out Kyle Wright, Brady Singer, and Reed Detmers every week, like I am, all guys you've added, all of a sudden your pitching is phenomenal, and that's why a lot of my teams are making a very strong push for the finish line. All right, let's get in, up into it. Edward Cabrera for the Marlins, 34 and a half with, followed by Reed Detmers, 33-9, and Ian Anderson, 30.4 again. We mentioned Anderson. He was a very good prospect. We were on top of him. Half tip to my boy, James Anderson. James Anderson at or W then. Ian Anderson, his fastball kind of fell apart. It looks like they fixed that. So get with Anderson. You could buy him low, pick him up on waivers. He's going to be good. Same with JT Brubaker. The problem is the context. So even when he's good, like yesterday I think he was good, but he had a tough inning. These things are going to happen. Right, so Brubaker, again, you guys still have to do the formula. Remember, whiff rate, not enough. When he misses, it's bad. Nick Vidolo, speaking of which, Braxton Garrett, Justin Steele, Matt Manning, Josiah Gray, and Bailey Falter. Justin Steele, Matt Manning on our teams. Matt Manning, the most recent people have been complaining, right? He doesn't have the swing and miss profile. Wasn't the big strikeout guy they thought. Well, here's a little bit of evidence of that, that it is in there. Remember, growth on these players is not linear. I thought he was going to be excellent coming up, and I think maybe we're starting to see just that. So, get with Manning. Maybe make a play for him in keeper and dynasty leagues if teams think they could sell high in him because there is that, right? The, the Tigers kind of stink. Next year, they are buyers. Don't be surprised if they build up. They have some young pitchers. Just say, Keep an eye on these names. Also, I think they're all good names as we prepare for next season. I know it's early, but you want to have those names in your mind if you're doing deep drafting hold. You know, 50 round kind of draft champions or whatever. You get to the end and you'll, you know, you see them steal, let's say. It won't be Manning, he's more name known. But even Garrett and Springs, these are guys you're going to want next year. These guys, especially in the wintertime, they fall because they don't have the name value. All right, now let's get into expected Woba. Who's on the top of the list? Edward. Cabrera, holy cow, 34 and a half with 198x Woba since the All-Star break. Oh my goodness, this guy's like the, like the best pitcher in the league right now. I think those are both might be league-leading also. Remember, these are not raw leaderboards. Interesting names, but man, Edward Cabrera looks like everything if he stays healthy. To Ranger Suarez, who you got, you got the recommendation to pick him up two weeks ago. He's been awesome, made some changes. Merrill Kelly is probably a good example of how contact is not everything. But he's been good. The context in Arizona is kind of rough, so there aren't too many matchups that you really like, but he's serviceable. Jose Suarez for the Angels finally got beat up. If he gets dropped, it might be somebody you want to look at. My boy Austin Voth turned it around with Baltimore. He's been good for five innings if you're really desperate. To Justin Steele, who's been flat out excellent, right? He's been on both lists for a while. We have him on so many teams. He's on so many of my teams. 
because of this work. You know, I might not have known. Otherwise, let's wrap it up with Dean Dunning, Spencer Watkins, Jeffrey Springs, and Matt Manning. Again, double mentions are guys you absolutely want. Manning with the 284 x Wo with a pair with the 26.6 with Go get them. So keep an eye out for the graphic if you'd like. You know, I do make this stuff. You can check it out on Twitter at MLB Moving AVG. Download it or hop over to YouTube. Screen share, swipe, swipe right, right, swipe, swipe, swipe share, whatever it's called. Boomer talk. And um, while you're there, press the cartoon like button. Again, that stuff just matters more than it should. Believe it or not, pretty much the first question I get. Right, I've been trying to pitch the show, and what you get is how many like, you know, how many views, how many likes, and. If it's a new show, so you're trying to explain to people it's new. This is the first season we've really done it. I think the trends are there. You know, people don't want to hear it. So press the like button if you want more of this. Or in six days, there might be no moss. How's that? How's that? I'll threaten you. <laughs> just, just kidding, man. You know we love you. Rate, review, and subscribe. Get up in the comments if you want to make fun of me back. Because, you know, I'm all bad at man. The open book. You know how we roll. Last but not least, it's the betting board. We woke up to so much money this morning. All right, yay! I woke up to so much cash. I, you know, you, you get you lately. You just get used to go to sleep if if there's games open. We're gonna lose, and you hate to feel like that. And I'm not like a moper feet, feet dragger. I'm not like that, but I am a human. And think, well, every single time this year we're up multiple runs late, we lose. I expected Seattle to lose. They were the last leg. Um, you know, it's funny. As much as the ball being mushy now kind of depresses people because everybody loves offense, this is when we do our best, right? We rocked the beginning of the season. We rocked the beginning of the season because we were early to the adjustment. I was slow to the offensive uptick. We eventually made that change, started doing really well. And then got caught again chasing offense as we've had now the downturn. So my advice to everybody is keep your head in a swivel. And if you're like myself and you did experience a bit of losing, the reason why I don't get smoked ever, right, that's something I could say, is because I just continue to decelerate risk. If I ever, every time I'm down three units, 3%, you just keep decelerating until you hit a point where you're going to just lose yourself into winning because you can't lose anymore because you're being zero. Which is tongue-in-cheek up to a point, but... It's the truth. And I actually think if you hit a certain point where you've decelerated a few times, you should probably pull the plug and re-earn it. Like we, and we, I had a derivatives company. We would talk about it like a combine. So if you start effing up, you pull the plug, and now you have to go 30 days and make profit in order to get live again. And that's something I wholly recommend. In fact, I've been telling people forever from day one, don't put your money live until you've shown you can make money in this. That way you'll have the confidence that you need because hopefully you saved your money and invested in this as a small business rather than going in your wallet and trying to bet with money that you need. That's really the loser's mentality. You know, not like a person, you're a loser. I mean, that's how you lose, you know, the the objective, definitive um, word there. All right, let's get into the bed enough to talk about losing as we're winning. Of course, I somehow managed to bring the great cloud out. Well, we did a ton of winning yesterday. We hit the base hit prop, which I think is probably the way to go, right, with power being expressed. We hit the money line parlay. I know those kind of get talked, you know, they get a bad rap for being like a donkey play. I would push back on that. I think we're at that time of the season where teams are selling off, have forgotten, they don't care, they're injured, they're putting up nobodies to other teams that have stocked up and are deep and are serious and trying to win and are not fooling around. 
yeah, you know, we're seeing the lines become disparate. I'm not going to pay minus 250. That's something I'm not going to do. But if you give me two favorites alike and I can get plus 110 like we do here, that's something that I do want because I truly believe, given the strength of my model, that these are going to hit at more than a 50% clip. And even if they hit at a 50% clip, as long as you're putting out plus odds, this will be profitable over the duration. Sustainability always at the center of your work, or at least it should be when you're betting. So, all right, let's get into that money line parlay that I was alluding to. Give me the chalk. It's the Cardinals and the Dodgers. I mean, this one is pretty easy, and that's why the, the odds probably reflect it. And sometimes I guess we're okay with that. We mentioned Luke for... Um, Pharrell really struggling in the minor leagues. I think St. Louis is just absolutely going to kill him. They're on fire right now. They are so deep. They just kill right-handed pitching. They're extremely disciplined. And they have Mikolas going out. And he's just been awesome as well. The Cubs offense has kind of slid into the tank. Check this out. Last 282 plate appearances. They have a team batting average of 188. Team OBP of 283. Team OPS of 576. That's been good for a 59 WRC Plus. They've been 26 hard hit rate as a team. And that's been of course where Mikolas kind of butters his bread. So expect him to work the edges. Expect him to work low. He'll be boring. Probably not get a lot of strikeouts. Even though they, they've with a little bit, you know, 22% K in that span, they have a 24% K rate on the season, which is pretty bad. But even if it does, you know, pitch a contact, a lot of weak contact, and I think Cardinals jump out early and smash them up. So I'd also like to mention that whenever you see these money line parlays, these are all centered around my model, which I put out, which again, which is free, thanks to you, Patrick Mayo. Which again, don't be upset if you don't see it in a couple days. Not anybody's fault. These are just business. It's not a personal, it's just a business. All of these ring for run line plays. But I'm a scaredy cat. I don't like the odds. So I haven't done that. I think there is a pathway open to play all of it. I often talk about hybrid plays where you could take this money line parlay, right? It's plus 110. Take your risk R, split it, take 60% of it and put it on this. Right, if you hit, that's going to be leave it with a 25% profit. Let's say 30% profit on the whole, no matter what. Then you can put the rest of it and look for the run lines. And stuff, pair the run lines even, you know, maybe that's a cool way to do it, right? In case, right, the model's screaming, so maybe take 10% R, 0.10 R, pair the run lines. Pair the two alternate minus run lines. Go get nuts. The idea being, don't be married to like this. John said, play this, this is how it's done. If anything, this kind of play is what gets you in trouble, being too myopic, you know, being too narrow. You're better off opening... Open it's like open your mind, not your not your wallet, right? Open the portfolio without opening your wallet. Remember, you can keep the risk the same and just divide it. Put yourself in as many strong probabilistic scenarios without being then if you hit it all, then like really that's how you do it, right? Because if the Cardinals and Dodgers both win and you bet it all on the money line parlay, that's all you can win. But if you split it up and they both go nuts, there's a pathway where you could really hit on this. And again, you know, where you kind of try and play around even and then have big spikes carry up that you know, yodeler and Price is Right that I always talk about. So there's your money line parlay. Give me Cardinals. Give me Dodgers. I guess we should do the other side as well. I mean, that Dodgers. What? How do you even handicap the Dodgers at this point? Just a landslide. We mentioned Hauser. He stinks. Andrew Haney has been phenomenal whenever he's healthy. 177 ERA, 104 whip. The run indicators all sub three. 34% K to 7% walk. He has been so very good. 37% chase. Good for a 292 expected Woba on the season, just killing it right now, and the Milwaukee offense also in the tank, 174 team batting average, 274 
Woba, 70. WRC Plus, they're striking out a ton. 27%. K rate last 255 plate appearances for them. Man, I got to actually... I'm, I'm, I usually don't do this stuff on the fly, but I just kind of walk myself until this is a... You got to look for this prop. Ugh, this is why I hate strikeout props. So Haney's at 6.5, minus 150. Take a walk with that. I'm just not interested. All my prop plays, I'm sorry. I love you. I just you could take a walk with that. I'm not interested at all. And that, that 6.5 is high for 4, minus 150. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We get spoiled by a foul ball. It's, I'm sorry. That's not my thing. What else we got? All right, last bet before we get out of here, people. It's... On the back of the money line parlay, give me our boys with the base hit parlay. I've been loving these. Also, we've done very well on these as well. Players that ring up on the hitter model that are generally hitting in the top third of the lineup, either first or second, have very high contact rates, have very high batting averages. Again, you don't have to look for much, right? Just get that one in the column and hit. Move on. So give me Lars Newbar. We mentioned it. 373 batting average last 30 days against righties. Give me Freddie Freeman. 441 batting average last 40 plate appearances against righties. They should both do their thing. They're both a pop for total base props. They're both a prop for everything. But again, I'm just a scary cat. The ball is now mushing. We're, we we're experiencing mushing. And that's going to get you in trouble. You know, I got a few close friends. I'm not trying to call nobody out. It's not about everyone. I'm not better than anybody. We just sometimes do it differently. Sometimes I, I'm, I tend to be a tip of the spear kind of guy. Like, I know it. I smell it. We've seen this song before. I'm making, I already adjusted my model. I'm not waiting anymore. I'm not waiting. And I don't mean ever again, but we've seen this before. I'm not waiting. A record 50-year low in OPS, that's enough for me. If that ain't enough for you, you're crazy. Stop betting home run props. Stop betting total base props unless they're up at that plus 120. So it doesn't mean they're not viable. Just move the math. Don't hate the bet. Hate the price, people. And that will do it. I think that was a really good lesson on the way out. Don't hate the, don't hate the bet. Hate the price. And that's a feather in the cap. Give me your like buttons. Press the thumb. For me, download the Jock Market app. That's the best way. You know, really, you put in the MMN code and they know that you're coming from us. Shit, who's doing who a favor, really? We've done so very well in, in Jock Market. Again, focus on the price. Also, expect an uptick in profit because the the downswing in general offense is going to benefit us in Jock Market because we are going to be first to be looking for contact line drives ex woba opposed to fly ball home run and barrel the things that generally the the donkeys but generally it's people are going to be looking for those are the things that get you in trouble those are the things that are going to push the price up so we're going to make the shift into the more smaller hitters right we're going to be looking less for the big muscle and more for the leadoff guys double guys high ba high iso and that is it for us enjoy the games, enjoy your day. And when we're done with the book, enjoy your pay, everybody. Man, how good is this show? I'm so good. I listen to it myself. I don't care if it comes off arrogant, man. That's a hard to work at. It means that much to me. You know, I put my very precious time into it. And I like to think I treat your time just the same. You know, I, I know, not saying we can't joke, and you know, hopefully I'll pop a laugh or two, but I really want you to know that every single day, you know, I'm putting in the work. There is no mailing it in. We are going at it 
in the red line literally every single day i'm gonna be doing just that right up to the last day which will be next wednesday sad as it is we're then gonna make the shift over to the mix baby boom doing football i was on patty mayo's flagship show introducing my brand new cost per point analysis check out his twitter feed he popped a little tease it's gonna be coming hot and heavy it's going over very well already i got a featured spot on VEASAN's A Number Game in just an hour or so, again, to talk about it, because when sharp start to smell edge, I'm like that truffle pig, right? They sent me out to go sniff out edge. I know that we found just some, again, these are not predicted, it's not the future, but it is It is a, it's an irreplaceable tool that's going to change how you bet on football, how do you like that, at least save you a couple bucks, which is what I'm all about. Yes, yes, y'all, you don't stop. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, and I will catch you on the flip side, yo. Peace.